BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show. Last night, an incident at Epley Airfield has one man in the hospital and the federal authorities looking into charges. A man accused of stealing and crashing a truck into a Southwest Airlines airplane is recovering. It all started around 9.30 last night when officers noticed someone screaming near the parking garage. Officers tried to calm the man down. He bolted through the garage, scaled the fence, got onto the tarmac, and then found an unlocked running pickup truck, started to drive north. An officer cut him off, but he turned around and slammed into the nose gear of an airplane. And it's making national news, by the way. uh, Somewhere in between, he's stripped into his boxers. So he was in his boxers. I mean, he must have obviously been having a A psychiatric event. He was Mm -hmm. yelling in the parking garage that someone was trying to kill him. So he probably was off his meds. Something along those lines. But Epley Airport Police Chief says no major injuries were reported. A pilot and a flight attendant suffered some minor injuries, but everybody should be okay. Now they're talking to the feds, the FBI, uh, this morning to see if federal charges are going to need to be filed. And a new report is confirming that Nebraska needs more correctional officers. It came. It comes from a committee reviewing Nebraska prison staffing levels, and they found that nearly 139 more officers are needed in order to provide proper security at the state's prisons. The report comes after the governor met with the corrections de- director after uh, and in lieu of an incident earlier this week. Nine staff members at the Lincoln Correctional Center were injured Wednesday as inmates assaulted them after refusing to return to their cells. And the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau has ordered First National Bank of Omaha to pay nearly $28 million back to over 250,000 customers who uh, say that the CFPC said were lured into debt cancellation products and charged for credit monitoring services that they never received. Now, this breaks down to about First National's average reimbursement uh, for affected customers totals about $110 per person. And the U.S. authorities are saying that Patricia Urbanowski, who faces 25 federal charges in connection with the sale of millions of dollars in worthless travel vouchers, violated the terms of her pretrial release. Uh, some several incidents uh, have come uh, into view. Al- allegations laid out in a newly unsealed petition show that she ran up a bar tab at a local bar using a debit card that she knew had a negative balance. And she's uh, not supposed to be in a bar, right? She's not supposed to be running up m- new credit tabs and she's not supposed to be drinking in excess Uh, I guess, to refrain from excessive use of alcohol. The feds also want to look at an incident. She uh, is said to not be able to coordinate payments in relation to her employment. And there are documents showing that she may have made payments after that arrangement was made. Uh, she is uh, she's facing a hearing that's coming up in September. The state fair opening its doors for the 147th time today out in Grand Island. That's today. Mm-hmm. Huh? Uh, daily admission prices without the concerts run about nine bucks. Fifty five dollars session passes still available. The fair runs through September 5th. What bands do we know? Uh, Lady Antebellum was one that I heard. Thomas Rhett. 
He's a country guy. He's kicking off the musical entertainment with a concert tonight. And then eventually, it's usually Poison or (laughs) some 80s butt rocker. (laughs) (laughs) Get your tickets now. Uh, Omaha's annual Holiday Lights Festival is going to have a new presenting sponsor with Conagra Foods leaving town and moving their headquarters to Chicago. Uh, we now have a new one. It's going to be Blue Cross Blue Shield of Nebraska. They announced that they'll be present the presenting sponsor for the event for the next three years. Gets underway Thanksgiving. They throw the switch, 40 blocks of lights and other attractions for five weeks during the holidays. It's always such a festive time. And Brazilian police are filing charges against swimmer Ryan Lotke for lying about being robbed at gunpoint during the Rio Olympics. The gold medal winner claimed that he and three other swimmers have been held up and their valuables taken from them. Police say that the investigation into the incident found that no such crime took place. A police statement says that Lockie should be deposed in the U.S. and that a transcript could be sent to the International Olympic Committee and to Rio. He could also get an attorney. He won't have to leave the country, but he will have to deal with this issue internationally. It just seems like there's more crime uh, or different types of crime they could be battling at this point in Rio. Come on. Mm. The head of the company that makes EpiPens is defending the rising price of the allergy treatment after being accused of price gouging. The CEO has gone on record saying that she's running a business and that Mylan spent hundreds of millions of dollars improving EpiPens after acquiring the treatment from a German drug maker. There's been growing outrage after the price of EpiPens uh, rose from $100 to over $600 for a two-pack in less than a decade. Uh, they didn't make an announcement that there are going to be some cost savings that they're passing along to customers uh, in the form of up to $300 vouchers on those two-pack EpiPens. Okay, so each EpiPen is 300 Yes, so okay. it'd be like a, a buy BOGO. one, get one. Yeah. A BOGO! Um, iPhone users are being urged to install the latest Apple security update. Apple found a security flaw recently when a human rights activist was targeted by hackers. The previously unknown security flaw can give hackers complete access to the targeted iPhone. Apple released a security patch yesterday. It fixes that vulnerability. The company is urging iPhone users to open settings on their device and then install the software update called iOS 935. You're supposed to do it on your iPads, too. Okay. So all like iPhone or iPad devices. Um, do you the, get updates like this all the time, Molly, on your phone? Is not that, no? as much, I feel like. I mean, I got, an, I got a, a notice yesterday that they want me to put a new security update. Like they're like, don't forget. But okay. um, I just put it off and put it off until, cause it's gotta be hooked up. And you, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's that big of a deal, but it's just, you know, it's more of like an inconvenience than anything. Uh, President Obama is expanding a national Marine monument to create the largest protected Marine area in the world. The action Obama takes today will quadruple the size of the National Marine Monument former President George W. Bush created off the coast of Hawaii in 2006. The monument takes in the uninhabited northwestern Hawaiian Islands and is home to some 7,000 species of tropical seabirds, endangered whales, sea turtles, black coral. Most of these, uh, some of these species aren't found anywhere else on the planet. Do you want to try and pronounce it? I no, don't. I do not care to. I'm just going to call it Papa. Papa Hanau Moku Akeha. Aloha. Papa Hanau Moku Akeha. You know what? If you make it into a song, we could get it. Like Anamanawanapia. What? Yeah. Anamanawanapia. It's when something sounds like what it 
is or whatever. Okay. Or you can pronounce it backwards and forwards. I always get confused. But uh, yeah, this is going to make,、um, it's going to be 580,000 square miles. That's how big this new、uh, habitat is going to be. And Colonel Sanders' nephew、mm. might have finally revealed the secret 11 herbs and spices behind KFC's world famous chicken. But he found it, right? Didn't he find it in some photo albums? It was just kind of like locked up in between a page or two? Yeah, it was in a scrapbook that belonged、okay. to his aunt, who、yeah. was Sanders' second wife.、Um, the most secret part of the secret recipe, apparently, is white pepper. Which they say nobody knew how to use back in the 1950s when Harlan Sanders began selling his famous fried chicken. White pepper, huh?、Mm-hmm. Is there a difference in taste and pepper? Yeah, and there、pepper? is. Is there? Okay.、Uh-huh. It, it, it does have a different it, I can't describe what it is, but it is different. Like you can taste white pepper. Sometimes、okay. I find it's kind of off putting, but I suppose in small amounts, maybe not so much. So, KSC got published earlier this week in the Chicago Tribune. Yeah. And then now it's being picked up and run nationally.、Um, so、just to give is- you highlights it's salt, thyme, basil, oregano, celery salt, black pepper, dried mustard, paprika, garlic salt, ground ginger, and white pepper. So, I always thought that ground ginger was the interesting thing when I saw that. I was like, ground ginger. That's an, I mean, I've, it seems like all the other ones I've seen in various combinations of, of like,、uh, you put it in、um, yeah. two cups of white flour and then you mix in all the spices and then that's what you toss, toss but, the chicken in. But they don't tell you how much. Yeah, they do. I mean, they、spices? break it all down. Yeah, I mean, it's handwritten. Tablespoons.、Oh. Yeah, they tell you the whole thing. They give you everything. I mean, you get to see it's, it's a handwritten piece of paper. That's pretty cool. That my husband cut out and left for me. <laughs> <laughs> I know this.、Chicken. I know this because he left it for me. I couldn't believe it. He's like, I was like, what is this piece of paper? He's like, no, 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 don't put that aside. That is, you need to read that. That needs to be made. And、um, it has all that. But the funny thing is, is they, they it's pr- 11 spices, right? They pronounce it, yeah, it's 11 herbs and spices.、Uh. But one of the things that they write in the handwritten is oregano. It's a,、uh, they spell it oregano, like, it, like instead of an E, it's an I. Oregano.、Oh, Peter's、yeah. like, I think the hardest ingredient you're going to have to find is the oregano. <laughs> I don't know where they sell that. Well, KFC's saying that back when he first started it, so Colonel Sanders,、yeah. original recipe was sold at a gas station diner. The recipe was written on the wall. Oh, it was. So it was there for、anyway. anyone to see. Okay. okay. All right. But then he must have what, switched it up when he finally went private or just, it's just hope、uh, that nobody. It's mainly just advertising. It's just been lore. It's just、uh, been kind of a, ooh, it's secret. Okay. I mean,、yeah. lots of places say it's a secret, secret sauce, whatever the case is. Secret recipe. Yeah. Like, what is in this? I just can't put a finger on there. Like, it's a secret. Will、uh, you make some? Will you do it and make it and just see? I will. Okay. Just because I think it'll be funny to try. Yeah. You know, just to have like a, does it taste like the kernels? I mean, I'm sorry, but nothing can replace the kernel. Like, well, the frying process. I mean, they've got a big old deep fat fryer, you know? Like, it's just. They fry it and it's perfect every time. You do it at home, you're like, I hope the stove's on hot enough or not hot enough. You know,、yeah. I always feel like there's that learning curve.、Uh, college football gets underway tonight. I bring this up because it's an interesting game. Hawaii's Rainbow Warriors are taking on the California Golden Bears, but it's in Sydney, Australia. They're saying that that's the new market for, for college football recruiting. A, a lot of punters and stuff are coming out of Australia. Which is weird. It'll be the first game for the new Hawaii head coach. 
Um, the college football regular season starts Thursday, September 1st. So we still have some time, but this is a nice little teaser, a little, yeah, a little taster. Uh, and uh, there's talk that after decades of being, you know, in a deficit, U.S. airlines have now finally gotten their financial footholding. And we might be seeing some of the benefits in coach in the form of free sandwiches and uh, streaming. There, uh, there is a group that says that airlines are going to be bringing back free sandwiches and streaming to coach. It's modest steps towards sort of like making it a little bit more comfortable. Free meals and booze could be returning to some long domestic flights. And free snacks are common again. A few airlines are even dropping fees for streaming audio and video like American Airlines just matched two large domestic uh, partners and offering, you know, free access to its full menu of in-flight entertainment. So maybe, I mean, obviously they're still charging you to check bags Yeah, oh, and they're yeah. still charging you every possible fee, but maybe now once you get on there, they're not giving you any more leg space either. But- How does Southwest get away with not charging? I mean, you get two free bags mm-hmm. and then they you also get Wi-Fi where they stream, you know, they give you free snacks still. You they're know, a relatively young company compared to like the big giants like American Airlines. So okay. a lot of what those bigger companies have is overhead in the form of, of like All right. um, uh, pensions. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of retired pilots that they pay for. And so that was a big thing. A lot of them is, is the, uh, the retirement plans that the older pilots had and that they're still alive and they're paying them. And um, Southwest didn't have that. So, and now, and also like gas deals, like okay. the, the, when they buy their big gas packages, they pre buy, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah. they say that, that the not the uh, bags flying free on Southwest has hurt their performance. Tax. Has it really? Okay. That now, why charging for bags has sped up departure times for all of the other airlines. Yeah, because you have less bags. It's just more efficient. When we're all carrying our bags on, it yeah. takes longer. We're all standing in the aisle. Yeah, because I notice if I'm. It's, it's delaying their departure time. Yeah, because I check bags um, if I'm flying Southwest. That makes sense. Uh, so wait, I'm, I'm confused. You're saying that people less- carrying on bags is taking less time? It's no. affecting yeah. departure times is what they're saying. Yeah, so like for plus or minus, like a plus carrying on your bag is obviously quicker because you don't have to load the bags up into the plane and take them back off. Got it. Yeah. So people are just loading up in there in their bin and then, you know, leaving um, instead of paying the $50 like, to, you know, I feel like everyone's running late though. I mean, I know that they said there was like that report that came out last week that customer satisfaction is back up. People are feeling like, you know, on time and where they get treated, but I still feel like it's just. I always feel like departure is a suggestion. suggestion. You know, like we're planning. It's like when mom and dad say like, you know, like we're wheels up. We are getting in the car and we are heading to grandma's house at seven o'clock. It's the idea "Eh time. Ish. This is. This is my show. I love it. Guys, seen this thing that's gone viral this week about a teacher down in Texas pronouncing no homework. For the school year? I saw bits and pieces of it. Um, is there an uproar or do people just No, not people wanna... are like, oh my God, this is amazing. So I'm... it's just in second grade. Oh. I mean, it's not like, you know, but one of the complaints that I've heard as from friends of mine with kids that start going into first, second, and third grade, they're like, you will not believe the homework. And I'm like, homework? They're in first and second grade. I mean, how much homework can they have? They're like hours, hours of homework. 
I've just figured that one with the territory, man. I mean, you go to school, you got homework. Yes. I mean, I think for the older grades, people are like, well, obviously, you know, I mean, but I think for the younger grades, parents have been a little startled at the workload that the kids when they're, you know, second or third grade have been saddled with. And I guess this teacher sent home a note on the first day saying that she did a bunch of research over the summer. And she's going to try something new. Uh, She said, quote, homework will only consist of work that your student didn't finish during the school day. There will be no formally assigned homework this year. And that the challenge to her, she said, time after school is best spent eating dinner as a family, reading together, playing outside, and getting children to bed early. It's a great theory, but let's see how these kids do when they hit fifth grade and you know, can't pass any tests. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, right, it'd be great if you didn't have, have to take it home, but I guess there's a reason we all had to do it. Well, the, I don't know. Well, I the, mean, the, one of the reasons also is the fact that you're training kids to, to do that. It's no different than anything else in school. You're teaching them homework. I get, I mean, listen, I have a little yeah. guy, he just started first grade and, you know, I know that there's going to be homework this year. I expect there to be some sort of thing that we'll work on when he gets done with school. But some parents are talking about these kids that are six or seven years old being, uh, you know, tasked with, you know, an hour to two hours of homework every night. I'm sorry, but like little brains like that, there's there's a learning curve. There's what you can there there's a point where it's like you're just doing work for work's sake, like you're not learning anything at this point. It's just it's just well, repetitive that's the difference action. between no homework and tons of homework. Yeah. I mean three or four hours is ridiculous. How about just less homework? Well, that's the thing that she's saying. She's like the homework that will be there won't be any formally assigned homework. She's just trying this. She's like, Hey, listen, I did some research over the summer. Parents have been crowing about it. They say that they're really excited about the idea that, you know, that that the kids won't be weighted down with all of this. Second grade's still kind of young. Um, And I don't know. I mean, I guess they'll find out whether or not it impacts them academically. But from most of the internet went insane. Everybody's like, this is amazing. Because, you know, give kids the time to just do other stuff, explore other things. Play to video make them- games. Well, parents well, also no. have to do the homework with their kids anymore. Parents have to sit there and do the homework. So I think a lot of the parents are like, sweet, sweet. I don't have any more homework. Homework also encourages uh, kids to use time wisely. It's like really important. Yeah, because I mean, in our household, I mean, when there's uh, 20 minutes worth of homework, mm-hmm. um, it generally it rolls out to being a couple hours because there's a lot of screwing around involved you know yeah i mean there is that but i think that the um for me i thought this was a really ingenious uh an ingenious take i mean i was definitely interested because a lot of these kids you know this isn't going to be more time for video games this really is time for to do other things that make you a well-rounded person i mean a lot of these kids are starting to get into activities whether it's sports or clubs or you know dance teams or things like that and those are things that help you be just as interesting and expanding as a human being as whether or not you can write your ABCs a million times in yeah. you know, five minutes. I did laugh a little bit when I when I saw the bit pieces about it. I just saw that they were uh, said that that way the kids could spend more time, you know, family dinners at the dinner yeah, they're table. More, they'll like, be more on. well-rounded, artistic kids who can't pass a math test. Yes, there you go. But is um, that necessarily the case? I don't know. I mean, I, honestly, like, I think if your kid is having struggles with math, you're probably trying to help them extra with math. You'll talk to your teacher or, you know, send home extra stuff. I mean, at least that's the experience that I've had 
with the kids that, you know, and the parents that I've, like when the kids have an issue, the, you know, the teacher will say, like, hey, maybe get Jimmy a little extra math help or something or do something after school. I don't know. Maybe this is, I mean, I think this is like a,、um, a charter. So are you for or、school? against it then? I'm for it as、okay. far as like、All、for、right. second grade, I think that that's a great. I mean, obviously, when they start getting to older grades, you're like, dude, homework is essential. But like second grade, I don't remember. I don't remember third grade. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't remember、back. whether or not I had homework or what. I think it was like practice your cursive or something yeah, like that. But exactly. All right, we got to call real fast.、Uh, hello, who's this? This is Nikki.、Hey. I just wanted to comment on the no homework thing. What's up?、Um, I actually agree with Molly. I went to a small school when I was growing up. So, granted, the difference between. My experience and a lot of people's is probably that the student to teacher ratio was much smaller. Yeah. And we rarely had homework. It was even up through high school, they worked with you in class one on one so that you had a teacher there to help you so that when you went home, you could focus on your family life at home. Because when you take a bunch of homework home with you, that affects the parents too. They have to stop what they're doing to help you, or they don't, and you don't get it done right. And I actually loved it. I graduated with a 3.8 GPA, and I actually drive my daughter 20 extra miles to take her to that school every day. Oh, wow. Because I fully believe in what they do there. And I think that you're right. Like, kids that are that young, I mean, they need time just to be kids. I think that. The teachers need to work with them. If they don't get it done in class, then yeah, you need to take this home because this needs to be done. But sending extra, like, hours of extra homework home, I mean, you're just going to teach your kids to have a disdain for the education system. I, I think that that、oh, is、well. one of the things. I do think that when they're that little, they're still kind of forming their opinions about it. This is, so, this is from the National PTA. I'm just reading this now the National Education Association. And they recommend a maximum of 10 minutes of homework per grade level per night. So, for second grade, shouldn't be more than 20 minutes of homework a night. Yeah, I agree. And these kids were saying that they were having upwards of almost two hours of homework with just extra things in every single. Category like、uh, about an hour or more each night. That's too much for a little guy who's eight years old. They can't sit still that long. They don't sit still that long in school. I, I think that standard is actually, I think that standard they've said, I think that that's perfect. And I think that they should have something to take home. One, because it does keep the parents involved in what are they learning, you know, but、yeah. it's not so overtaxing that people are like, This is horrible. I mean, I absolutely loved going to school, and people think I'm weird for that, but it's because I didn't have the stress of thinking, what am I going to have to do when I get home with this? I love going to school to learn. I appreciate higher education, and my daughter enjoys school. I mean, granted, she's only five, so I mean, that could yeah, change. Yeah, give her time. Right. <laughs> but the fact is that now I'm, set- I'm setting the standard now that she likes to wake up, she looks forward to going to school, and I think that setting that Now, when they're young, kindergarten, first, second, third grade, that's where that grows. Yeah. Okay. Hey,、cool. thanks for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. That's interesting. All right. Hello. Who's this? Hello. Hi. My name's Kelsey. How、hey. are you guys? We're great. What's up? Well, I was just calling because I'm listening to your guys' show, and I have a really large family. I have、um, four children that are in school. I have a kindergartner, a first grader, a second grader, and a fourth grader. And、Good、my children、Lord. go to Elkhorn. They go to Elkhorn? My、okay. children go to Elkhorn, and they have. Amazing, amazing programs. And it's hard because, you know, there's so many subjects when you start to get above the second grade, like you guys are mentioning. And they really need to pick and choose what they're sending home because I feel like it's so repetitive、mm-hmm. that they aren't learning, they aren't moving forward. You know, they're just trying to, you know, instill in them how to, you know, because I feel like you learn so much and then 
two weeks later, you have no idea what happened. And me as a student, um, I go to school right now for respiratory in my math class. It blew my mind. I was like, what am I doing? You know, because you have to relearn those things. And I feel like they should have, instead of sending a child home on a Wednesday or Thursday with two, three hours of work, they should send them home with a little bit of something every night. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I think that part of it, you know, Jeff was bringing up the point of like learned behavior as far as learning. I think that you do need to learn how to organize your time. But when you're like talking about a second grader, I don't know how much I, I think they're just setting up good learning habits as far as like liking right. it and things like that. It's still in the let's make sure they like it phase because the real crap is coming later when you're right. going to be. Like- kindergarten is like let's learn to learn and behave and sit in our seats you know first grade is like okay let's learn how to manage our time second grade is okay now you have to do things on your own and you have to read things and be able to decipher questions and then third grade is really tough my daughter's in fourth grade and she actually has a learning disability she's got Tourette's and ADHD but they have amazing programs that help her and Elkhorn goes out of their way and I couldn't I couldn't imagine going to a different school because they have actually taught me how to cope with her and how to um, be more attentive and be able to, you know, give her a helping hand because you don't really know how to do it unless you're sitting there next to her. Yeah. You know, their, their learning style. And it's just, it's really tough because, you know, kids, they struggle and they have a hard time and then they just kind of give up and you have to be able to say, okay, well, if you only have an hour of work versus the three hours, you're more than likely going to be eager to get it done, do it right. You know, okay. and it's, it's just easier. They're going to be kids. Yeah. They got to be kids. I agree. Well, we were all kids at once, too. I just find it kind of Trying. funny. That I'm just a big kid going, <laughs> going to school, too. You know? Yeah, know, right? <laughs> backwards. Back up. Hey, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right, you betcha. I Take think care. that Bye. the hardest thing so far, yeah. uh, like I'm foreseeing as being a parent, is not passing on your bad study habits to your kids. Because, I mean, we all had them. Like, I was a, I am, I am a terrible, I was a terrible homework procrastinator. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, I have to be mindful that I do not do the same thing. <laughs> still, like, encourage and or instill that, like, you know, sense of, oh, you can wait until later. Like, yeah, it's I like, just, no, let's do it now. Let's I just can't imagine my parents ever in the past complaining about having too much homework. It's almost well, this, like we never had enough. The goal so. of this, mainly of what this teacher is saying is it's not even about the homework. She's saying she wants families to eat dinner yeah. together, yeah, be together, read together play outside, like go outside. Yeah, and do stuff. And yeah. get your child to bed early. That's the theme. So she's saying we'll knock homework out of the way so that's no longer an excuse. Now, whether that happens, I mean, the <laughs> families still eat together, read together, play outside together. <laughs> I don't know. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Hello, what's up? Hi, um, I just wanted to comment on the no school. I mean, the no homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I had a situation where uh, my son is now in fourth grade, and he previously, um, I guess, had gone to a South Omaha store at, or to a South Omaha school, and now he's going to like another region, like in Northwest Omaha. Okay. And, like I can so tell the difference from. Like when he's when he was going to different schools to now, and his homework habits and stuff like that, and I just wanted to comment that I'm like so for the not having so much homework at um, like during the earlier grades and stuff like that, just because of how much stress it involves during the kids. 
for them to be able to like be able to you know spend time with their family and it does affect them even if like we don't think that it does it stresses them out tremendously um my son for example he went you guys have to remember that last year they changed the school year from being starting at um, 9 to 8.45. And also they now go um, get out of school at 4. Instead so of school at 4? Yeah, they get out at 4 instead of 3.45. And this is so OPS? the school year. Yes, this is for OPS. Oh. So when they extended the school year, um, you know, I was really worried because I was just like, oh my God, he's going to have more homework. You know, my past experience is from coming from a South Omaha school where they were bombarding him with um, with homework. Like, he was in second, first grade, and he would have, like, two, three hours of homework, and he would just, like, you know... Like, I could see it in his face where he would get stressed out if he didn't understand what was going on or, you know, that he had deadlines and stuff like that. Like, he just knew he had to turn in his homework today, the next day, and he knew he didn't understand it. So a lot of the times I was spending more time counseling him so he can understand, like, what a deadline meant. Okay. Instead of me actually having to um, make him understand that his homework, because he understood what it was. He was just, you know, just didn't understand he had to turn it in the next day or in two days and stuff like that. Yeah. And he was in second grade, and he'd have so much homework. Now that the um, that he's in a different school area, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it maybe has to deal with the No Child Left Behind Act. And some of the schools, they have to make up for failing tests that the government puts on them. So I don't know if that has an effect on what what homework they send home or what grade levels have to do so much work at a certain time. But I seriously think it does because the school that he was in had failed a test two years in a row. And he, like I said, had so much homework that he didn't even know what to deal with. And as soon as we moved, now he has maybe like about half an hour to an hour. Now he's, I mean, of course, in a bigger grade. But he oh, now has it. like half an hour worth of homework, and he loves going to school. Okay. All right. Um, so, okay. Speed I just this up here. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thank you. I- I'm just so surprised. I forgot that the school dismissal is at 4.05 now. It's 4, so, not 5. But, no, um, so 4.05. Oh, 4.05. Okay. Yeah. All right. uh, elementary students report to school at 8.50 and mm-hmm. stay until 4.05. Middle school, it's 7.40 to 3.05. Okay. Um, that's just, I mean, 405, I mean, it's, I'm glad that they start later. I mean, 850 is kind of nice. Yeah. The getting those kids out of bed in the morning is no fun. <laughs> oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. All right. Quick, quick celebrity. Model. Yes. Uh, top earning actor this last year was, uh, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, mm. six, million. Globally. Globally. Yeah. He's Worldwide. the highest paid male movie star in the world is the rock. I know. Uh, the world's highest paid actress was Jennifer Lawrence, $46 million over that same time period, um, and that was announced earlier this week. Following The Rock is Jackie Chan, $61 million globally, uh, Matt Damon, $55 million, Tom Cruise, $53 million, and Johnny Depp, $48 million. I guess it pays to be an action star. Rob Lowe is set to be the next celebrity roasted on Comedy Central, and it was revealed yesterday, the final lineup... And the producers, I guess, had a hard time finding actual comedians to round out this year's event. Um, David Spade, Jeff Ross, Rob Riggle, 
Pete Davidson.、Uh, the special will now include、um, Ralph Macchio, who co starred with Rob Lowe and The Outsiders,、uh, folk singer Jewel, and Ann Coulter, which is kind of interesting. Recently retired NFL quarterback Peyton Manning is also on board、um, to roast Rob Lowe.、Uh, the Comedy Central roast of Rob Lowe will air on September 5th. Just kind of an interesting little take. And Taylor Swift will not be seated at the MTV VMAs on Sunday. Word is, is that the,、uh, the multi Emmy platinum winning artist is not going to be attending.、Uh, neither one of her videos was nominated. And so, word is is that Taylor will be enjoying the award show from home. It'll be airing live this Sunday on MTV. That is your celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1.、Um, You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. Hey, this is Justin Timberlake, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, on our favorite radio station, the world famous Channel 94.1. Fired up about this homework thing. What's going on? What can we do for you? Hello? Hi, talk to us. Hi.、Um, I was calling about the, the school thing, and I heard a couple other things mentioned that <clears throat> I totally agree with, like the whole four o'clock time. Kids coming home at four o'clock. <clears throat> well, my kid gets home at 4 30.、Um, we go right into making dinner. Our dinner every day is at 5 5 And yes, we do family sit down dinner time. Good. Good、um, for you. Uh, you know, we, I also have a high schooler. <clears throat> you know, I just don't have one kid at home that I'm working with homework. I actually have three that I'm working with with homework. So coming home a little bit later、um, makes everything really chaotic. I got a high schooler that I need to help with homework. I got a second grader I'm helping with homework. I got a first grader that I'm working with. And then how old's, how old's the homeschooled one? Um, how the high school one? Oh, I thought you said you had a homeschool. No, high school. Oh,、okay. no, no, no. High school. I have a high schooler. Yeah, he'll be 16 this year. He's a sophomore.、Um, and he's got a good hour or two of homework, which to me, that's okay. I'm okay with my high schooler. They're taking in a lot more. They're trying to, right. you know, he's pushing himself. And homework is a great thing to, to help kids push themselves. But you don't want to overwhelm them or stress them out. My second grader this year, I'm so thankful for her teacher. Um, Mr. Nowak over at Chandler View. He sends a page of homework at, you know, at night, and、um, she's got three or four days to get it done. You know, that's, that's good. That's 20 minutes of working on homework, and we can break it out into sections and we can work on it. Plus, she's got 20 minutes of reading to do every day. You know, my、right. kids are not allowed to have electronic devices during the school night, they're not allowed their video games. If it's a school night, they are not allowed to play them. You know, because our schedule is very hectic, it's very regimented. My youngest actually is autistic, so we have a very strict routine that we stick to. Got it. That com- coming home later and having two hours of homework, that's stressful. For us as an adult, that'd be going to work for eight hours at- during the day. Okay. And then coming home and bringing two hours more worth of work at home. So you don't want to do, do their homework. Nobody wants to do that.、Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, the story out of Texas is, is, is the elementary、Thank、teacher、you. who announced that the second grade class would have no homework for the entire year. So、Nothing. that was the debate. It's mainly just about the, the question is should first, second, third, and even fourth graders have homework? Have homework? Work. That's PTA, been the sort of academic debate. Right.、Um, and, and her main reason for not giving the kids any homework, second graders, was saying that she wants them to stress、um, family dinners, saying, hey, you parents, I'm not going to give your kids any homework. So hopefully you guys will eat dinner together, you'll play outside,、mm-hmm. and you'll get your kids、uh, to bed on time. Okay. That was her logic. And a lot of the parents were like, this is awesome. We like it. We agree. Yeah, this is a big, I mean, 
it makes a big difference, I think, in home life if you don't have, especially、um, with the littler kids, without that stressor. I know for our family, we haven't gotten into the homework grades yet. The kids are still little, but like with my husband and his job, he doesn't get home until 6 30. See,、you、I、know? just imagine the homework being、uh, in first and second grade is color. Uh, it's not coloring or, or do, do your alphabet. You he know, had homework、so. last year, but it was like really simple. It was like practice. Your, I mean, when he, he was in kindergarten, he had homework, and it was like, you know, it, it was basically a worksheet that they brought home. And he was excited about it. You know, he's like, I need to do my homework. It made him feel like a big guy, and it made him feel, you know, like he was learning and, and you know, growing. But I think that what I've talked to with other parents that have kids where they're, they're getting saddled with homework, it, it goes the opposite direction. The kids feel defeated. It becomes something where it's like, I'll never get it all done. Like, what's the point? You know, as opposed to like this empowering thing, which it's kind of supposed to be, it turns into this sort of diminishing returns sort of thing. Now, I guess、um, experts recommend that the maximum amount of homework is 10 minutes a night. Per grade level. So, second grade students, maximum would be 20 minutes of homework a night. And this teacher down in Texas was saying that the only homework kids would have would be whatever work they didn't finish in school that day. So, there's homework,、right. but they're doing it during the school hours. Exactly. They're getting it done during school, which I, I like、yeah. it. I like, especially someplace like Texas where it's nice all year round. I mean, like, we live in Nebraska. Where it's obviously like how much outdoor play are you going to get when it's January? I mean, they can still obviously play outside and build snowmen and do whatever, but yeah. Cool. Well, well I would say it's cumulative though. The sooner you can get, it's not so much what they're learning, it's, it's them learning how to learn, how to do work. Yes.、Mm-hmm. It's all about time management. And the earlier you can get those skills in these kids, I'm not saying it has to happen in second grade, but I mean, that's the whole point of like college prep. Once you learn how to study, if you can learn how to study, the younger the better. Yeah, learning how to study is key. Because once you get into the really hard stuff, man, you get behind, it's hard to ever play catch up. And I think that's kind of what middle school and high school start getting、Starting、more into. Pushing that. Yeah, they get so, older,、yeah. they're a little bit more capable of managing that stuff. Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the five hour energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. 
Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5hourenergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%.